0: Section forty six of Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Colleen McMahon. The World's Story, Volume Five Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section forty six How Queen Philippa Saved the Burgers. 1347 by sir john Froissart. the town of calais resisted the siege of edward until its people were on the point of perishing of hunger then they asked for a parley and when the envoys of the english king had come they begged that he would be satisfied with the treasures of the town and castle and would allow them to depart in safety the editor the two lords returned to the king and related what had passed The king said he had no intentions of complying with the request, but should insist that they surrender themselves unconditionally to his will. Sir Walter replied, My lord, you may be to blame in this, as you will set us a very bad example. For if you order us to go to any of your castles, we shall not obey you so cheerfully if you put these people to death, for they will retaliate upon us in a similar case." many barons who were then present supported this opinion, upon which the king replied, "'Gentlemen, I am not so obstinate as to hold my opinion alone against you all. Sir Walter, you will inform the governor of Calais that the only grace he must expect from us is that six of the principal citizens of Calais march out of the town with bare heads and feet, with ropes around their necks and the keys of the town and castle in their hands.' These six persons shall be at my absolute disposal, and the remainder of the inhabitants pardoned. Sir Walter returned to the lord de Vienne, who was waiting for him on the battlements, and told him all that he had been able to gain from the king. I beg of you, replied the governor, that you would be so good as to remain here a little, while I go and relate all that is passed to the townsmen, for, as they have desired me to undertake this, it is but proper they should know the result of it. He went to the marketplace and caused the bell to be rung, upon which all the inhabitants, men and women, assembled in the town hall. He then related to them what he had said, and the answers he had received, and that he could not obtain any conditions more favorable, to which they must give a short and immediate answer. This information caused the greatest lamentations and despair, so that the hardest heart would have had compassion on them. Even the Lord de Vienne wept bitterly after a short time the most wealthy citizen of the town by name Eustace de st pierre rose up and said gentlemen both high and low it would be a very great pity to suffer so many people to die through famine if any means could be found to prevent it and it would be highly meritorious in the eyes of our saviour if such misery could be averted i have such faith and trust in finding grace before god if i die to save my townsmen that I named myself as first of the six. When Eustace had done speaking, they all rose up and almost worshipped him. Many cast themselves at his feet with tears and groans. Another citizen, very rich and respectable, rose up and said he would be the second to his companion Eustace. His name was John Dare. After him, James Wissent who was very rich in merchandise and lands, offered himself as companion to his two cousins, as did Peter Wasant, his brother. Two others then named themselves, which completed the number demanded by the King of England. The Lord John de Vienne then mounted a small hackney, for it was with difficulty that he could walk, and conducted them to the gate. There was the greatest sorrow and lamentation all over the town, and in such manner were they attended to the gate, which the governor ordered to be opened and then shut upon him and the six citizens whom he led to the barriers and said to Sir Walter Manny who was there waiting for him, I deliver up to you as governor of Calais with the consent of the inhabitants these six citizens, and I swear to you that they were and are to this day the most wealthy and respectable inhabitants of Calais. I beg of you, gentle sir, that you would have the goodness to beseech the king that they may not be put to death. I cannot answer for what the king will do with them, replied Sir Walter, but you may depend that I will do all in my power to save them. The barriers were opened when these six citizens advanced toward the pavilion of the king, and the Lord de Vienne rendered the town. When Sir Walter Manny had presented these six citizens to the king, they fell upon their knees and with uplifted hands said, Most gallant king, see before you six citizens of Calais, who have been capital merchants, and who bring you the keys of the castle and of the town, we surrender ourselves to your absolute will and pleasure, in order to save the remainder of the inhabitants of Calais, who have suffered much distress and misery. Condescend, therefore, out of your nobleness of mind, to have mercy and compassion upon us. All the barons, knights, and squires that were assembled there in great numbers wept at this sight. The king eyed them with angry looks, for he hated much the people of Calais for the great losses he had formerly suffered from them at sea, and ordered their heads to be stricken off. All present entreated the king that he would be more merciful to them, but he would not listen to them. Then Sir Walter Manny said, Ah, gentle king, let me beseech you to restrain your anger you have the reputation of great nobleness of soul do not therefore tarnish it by such an act as this nor allow any one to speak in a disgraceful manner of you in this instance all the world will say you have acted cruelly if you put to death six such respectable persons who of their own free will have surrendered themselves to your mercy in order to save their fellow-citizens upon this the king gave a wink saying be it so and ordered the headsman to be sent for for that the collegians had done him so much damage, it was proper they should suffer for it. The Queen of England fell on her knees, and with tears said, "'Ah, gentle sir, since I have crossed the seas with great danger to see you, I have never asked you one favour. Now I most humbly ask you as a gift, for the sake of the Son of the Blessed Mary, and for your love to me, that you will be merciful to these six men.' The King looked at her for some time in silence, and then said, "'Ah, lady!' I wish you had been anywhere else than here. You have entreated me in such a manner that I cannot refuse you. I therefore give them to you, to do as you please with them. The queen conducted the six citizens to her apartments and had the halters taken from round their necks, after which she new clothed them and served them with a plentiful dinner. She then presented each with six nobles and had them escorted out of the camp in safety. Footnote The noble was a gold coin of the value of about $5.96. End of footnote. End of section 46. This recording is in the public domain. Recording by Colleen McMahon.